money and filling your cup. Today, I want to talk with you about one of the most important topics that I really, really want you to allow to be part of, uh, of your fabric. And, and I think it's um, sadly in the health space specifically something I've seen uh, tragically impact people's lives in a very negative way. And I want to share a story with you that will illustrate this. So years ago, we had somebody in our community, uh, not a client of ours, but just someone in, you know who followed her work. Um, she had posted something on Facebook about asking for support in a GoFundMe campaign. And I, I clicked over to the link and I just you know wanted to see what was going on there. And she, so she had posted this post about how she can no longer live where she was living. She couldn't afford it anymore. And she had to move out of the state because taking care of her and her son was no longer financially feasible. And so she was asking for donations and help. And then she finished by saying, P.S., in your donation, please keep in mind that Facebook takes uh, whatever percent fee it was in your donation. And I thought to myself, really? That's how you're going to finish? And I really, to be honest with you, I got really angry when I saw this. And I, and I asked myself, where's this anger coming from? And the anger for me came from the fact that it really bothers me to see health professionals. This was a health practitioner, a professional, who was not able to take care of herself nor her son because she couldn't get her money in order. And it's one of the driving forces of what I do with Healthpreneur. I believe if you're listening to this and you're a health professional, you should be wealthy and you should not feel bad about that. Abundance requires no explanation. It requires no justification. You don't have to explain why you want more money. You don't have to justify that to anyone. If you want five supercars, that's fine. If you want one house and then three vacation homes, that's amazing. If none of that stuff is appealing to you, then that's fine, okay. But whatever it is that you want requires no justification to anyone. But what we have to recognize is that being broke helps no one. And you have to fill up your cup before you can help other people. Because listen, and I, and I literally mean fill up your cup. When I was playing, this is something not a lot of people know about. When I was playing soccer professionally in France, I was not making millions of dollars, nowhere even close to that. I was on a probationary contract for a season and I was I had a per diem. Like the, the club had given me money, they had taken care of my apartment and then I had a per diem to live on. But the thing is, I was 23 years old at the time and I had no money saved up. I had nothing. I had worked six years prior to this, right? In different jobs, bartenders, selling appliances, all sorts of stuff. I didn't have a single penny of any of that to my name. So if I were to log into my bank account, I don't even know if we had online banking at the time, but I remember being in France and I had zero money in my bank, nothing. And what I lived on was the amount of money that I could fit in a plastic cup that was sitting on my kitchen table in my apartment. And I'll tell you, like, it was a really crappy feeling. It wasn't good, right? Because that amount of money was maybe 100 euros a week. It wasn't a lot. And so I, I literally mean like fill up your cup and then get another cup if you can because listen, like there's no way, I, I mean, you know, that time was a bit different in terms of like I wasn't really serving other people. It was really more myself. But as a business owner, 
you, like if you think of your business, and I actually want to share a story with you uh, about this in a second, but there's this weird thing people have with money. They think especially health professionals, right? Or there's this external, uh, they're worried about what other people are going to think of themselves. Like, oh my God, I'm supposed to help others. Therefore, if I make money, they're going to think I'm a bad person. I don't know where all this came from, whether it came from religion or parents or you know, the systemic indoctrination that health should be free for everyone. Um, listen, like we know that people don't pay attention if they don't pay. And if we want more committed clients, they have to commit with their time and they have to commit with their money. The less people pay, the less they pay attention. Okay, it's really simple. The thing is, we know, like again, like having worked with so many practitioners now, like one of the biggest frustrations that we see is a lot of practitioners just sick and tired of the insurance model. Right? Let's just look at that for a second. The insurance model is tiring because number one of the admin stuff, we'll just put that aside for a second. But the other side is when people are relying on insurance to cover their own health care, it's not their own money. So they have very little skin in the game and they're not committed clients. Right? I've, I've never really met somebody who's like, oh my God, I love insurance. I get the best clients and patients. It's amazing. That's never been something I've heard. Right? I don't like using absolutes like always and never, but it's pretty darn close. And you know, our whole our whole thing with healthpreneurs, like, you know, we want to help health professionals make their dreams happen. And you need money to make your dreams happen. I'm not saying money is everything in life. It's not. But living a life with no money is terrible. And again, it's you know, like you should not be a martyr in the service of others. And this is sad, uh, a sad truth in the health space specifically, where we have practitioners and coaches and experts who are undercharging because they feel like they want to help everyone. And they're undercharging because they don't feel like they're worth it. And they're undercharging because they're afraid of what people are going to say about them. And it's this whole dialogue, which is nothing more than a story. And we've talked about this whole idea of like language focus, physiology, you know, your emotions and what you focus on, all this stuff, right? It's the same thing here, Right. Why would you not charge more money? As let's just use an example. So if you have a coaching program, why would you not charge more? Well, we might think, well, some people might not be able to afford it. Exactly. Who cares? Would it, would, could it also be true that some people can afford it? Yeah. And are we saying that we're only going to help wealthy people? Not at all. Because the vast majority of your clients are not going to be wealthy people. They're going to be people who value and prioritize their health and understand that spending a little bit more on their health is actually going to be good for them. And that's part of your job of, of being able to communicate that value so they see that and understand that. But I want to share with you a really powerful example of why it's important to fill your cup and what that can do in the world. Isidore Sharp is the founder of the Four Seasons Hotel's uh, which is you know one of the luxurious uh, hotel brands around the world. And I want to share with you what filling your cup can do for the greater good. Now, I don't know what his annual revenue is or his income. It's you know probably in the several millions of dollars, right? Now, some people might have an issue with that. Why is he taking home several millions of dollars? Well, why shouldn't he? You know, he... <laughs> Why shouldn't any entrepreneur who does something as remarkable as start the Four Seasons Hotels, and especially if you look into his background and how it all started, 
why should you not make that kind of money? You might be saying, well, like it's, you know, it's unfair in the top 1%. Listen, if you have issues with people making money, you will not make money. Okay, I'm going to come back to this conversation in a second, but let me just share this little example with you. So Isidore Sharp starts the Four Seasons Hotels like decades ago. Um, I think he was like in, in the 1960s. He opened his first hotel in downtown Toronto. And that was, you know, obviously it wasn't what it is now, but, you know, 1960 was the first Four Seasons Hotel uh, open on Jarvis Street in Toronto. Years and years later, we know what the Four Seasons is now, right? So it's, it's, no, it's no surprise. It's, it's not like rocket science. But here's the cool thing that a lot of people don't know. So the Four Seasons Hotels is, you know, several billion dollars worth. And, and Isidore Sharp himself, you know, has a net worth of a lot of money, okay? But here's the cool thing is that he started and is the director of the Terry Fox run. Now, in case you don't know, Terry Fox is a very famous Canadian who passed away a long time ago. He had cancer and he ran across the country on one leg, right? He had a, a robotic leg, if you will, for the second leg, and he ran across country to raise money for cancer. And every year now in Canada, every single school across the country does a Terry Fox run where they, you know, where they honor that endeavor and they raise money for cancer research. But here's the thing that a lot of people don't know is that Isidore Sharp helped start and he's the director of the Terry Fox run. So he, like without him, the Terry Fox run would not exist. And the only reason he was able to do that was because of the position he was in to bring this to life in such a big way. Now, that's not the only thing. Now, he has donated tens of millions of dollars to the Four Seasons Center for the Performing Arts, the Ontario College of Art and Design, Mount Sinai Hospital, the Hebrew University of Jerusalem, right? And these are major, again, like everyone has their own focus of, of where they want to, you know, invest and give back with their money. And, and, you know, you might be thinking, well, like, you know, performing arts and the College of Art and Design, or like, it doesn't matter, right? The, the, the whole idea here is that because his cup was full, he was able to give back in many, many meaningful ways to those who needed it. But you, do you think Isidore Sharp would be able to do any of that stuff if he was still like begging for money? No, right? And it's the same thing with you and everyone else in business is the purpose of business is to produce a profit. Like if we're going to be very clean and simple, right? The purpose of business is to create profit for the owner. So if you have a business and it's generating revenue, but you're not paying yourself from that business, well, you got to pay yourself from the business because what's the point of being in business in the first place, right? So we have to get over this whole idea we have about money is evil and money is bad and selling is all, you know, all this kind of stuff. Money is money. It's not good or bad. Some people are like, well, you know, money is the devil. It makes you a bad person. No, it doesn't. It amplifies who you already are. If you're an asshole, if you have more money, you'll just be an asshole with more money. If you're a good person, then guess what? You're a good person who has more money to do more good stuff with. So just remember this, like whatever thoughts you have around money, do they belong to you or do they belong to your family, to your friends, to the media, right? And if you don't like those thoughts, then guess what? 
you can choose to rewrite them. You can choose to change those thoughts. Now, is it going to be instantaneous? No. If you were brought up in a household that was very scarcity mindset, very poverty oriented, that's going to take some work to go to really unwind. I'm not saying that's going to be easy, but the thing is, if you choose to think differently, then you can rewrite your story. If we think of money for a second, it's nothing more than an exchange of value. Thousands of years ago, if I rendered a service to you, you would pay me in the form of a goat, for instance. (laughs) So we just use money now as an exchange of value. And so the more value you create for your marketplace, the more money you will make. And if you're not making, here's, this is going to be the bitter pill to swallow for many, is if you're not making the money you want to make, you're not adding enough value to those you want to serve. And that includes me. I'm currently not making the money I want to make. I'm very grateful for all the money I've made. I'm uh, super blessed. But I've never, ever, and I, I don't think I ever will, be in a position where I've made all the money I want to make. Because if I have, let's just work backwards from that, that means I stop contributing and I stop adding value. I believe that your income should continually increase year after year, month after month, because your income is only ever the result, not the cause, the result of the contribution you're making to the world. The bigger the contribution you make, the more value you add to other people, the more you're able to transform their lives or the more people you're able to transform, the more money you make. So if you make, let's just use some arbitrary examples. So in year one, if you make $10,000, well, you're making $10,000 worth of impact. In year two, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna figure out a way to contribute more, add more value, you make $100,000 as a result of that, okay? It always is the byproduct. If you go from $100,000 in year two to making a million dollars in year three, guess what happened? You found a way to help more people or impact them at a deeper level. And it goes on and on and on. So if anyone ever gives you slack for making money, just don't even, don't even engage in the conversation. You have to know internally that the more money you make, it's only ever, it's, it's, a, it's how you keep score. It's how we keep score in business. Businesses that make money are not evil. I fundamentally believe that, let's look at an example of, Uh, Jeff Bezos, right? Some people say he has too much money. Well, he has, I don't even know, $200 billion, something along those those lines. Okay, well, some people may say that's too much, um, but let's just consider something. Are those same people buying from Amazon? If the answer is yes, that's called hypocrisy. If the answer is no, then that's, that's fine. But think about what Jeff Bezos has done. And just so we're clear, Amazon was a non-profitable, like not not it was it wasn't a nonprofit it was unprofitable for a long time and it went through a long period of time before they had any degree of success okay so it wasn't all peaches and roses it never is but just think of how amazon has transformed our lives fundamentally how how many things do you buy on amazon on on a monthly basis books like anything else groceries like like amazon prime it's incredible. Why should people not be compensated for that? Now, how much should they earn? You know, it's whatever, it's arbitrary. But 
we need to uh, we need to applaud and acknowledge this type of innovation. We need to applaud and acknowledge this type of entrepreneurship because if you demonize the very thing you say you want, then you will not become that. So if you demonize people who have money, you are now at an internal conflict because if you make a lot of money, you will essentially demonize yourself. You've said, I hate rich people. I'm not saying you, I'm just saying people, right? If people say they hate rich people, then they cannot become rich because of cognitive dissonance, right? There's an internal conflict. They like fundamentally dislike the thing they say they want to become. And so they can't become that. And so we have to be okay with the understanding. And I and like, listen, like it took me a long time to understand this too. I didn't like selling. I didn't like, I had an issue with money for the longest time. And then I started to recognize like, man, like what I'm doing is really, really good. What I'm doing is transforming people's lives. And it's not about gouging people and it's not about any of that stuff. It's about understanding that you bring magic to this world. Like think about this. Like if you have expertise that can help transform someone's health, do you really think you should be suffering financially? Maybe, right? Like you deserve to be wealthy, but you're not entitled to it. You have to work for it. You have to put yourself out there, right? You have to sell yourself. You have to sell your services. You have to sell your magic because we all know a lot of very, very smart people who will never see the light of day because they don't know how to do this stuff. So I really want you to be okay making money and and not and, and, and just, again, acknowledging your own limitations. Like, why are you okay at this level but not at the next level, right? Um, you know, one of the things that I've caught myself saying to my kids and I don't say anymore is, well, you have enough already in the sense of, like, you have enough cars, you have enough Lego, you have enough Play-Doh. Because if we think about this, if our parents <clears throat> told us stuff like you have enough, isn't enough enough already? If they told us that as a kid, that's subconscious wiring that we're going to live with for the rest of our lives. Hey, you're making a couple thousand a month. Isn't that enough? Isn't that enough already? And again, like you should have no need to justify what it is you want. If you want to make a million dollars a day, don't feel bad about that. Remember, because what you're doing, you're not taking advantage of people. You're not making people worse off than they were before. You're helping people. You're making them better. You're making this world a better place. And how this world works is you are rewarded at least partially through financial compensation. It's an exchange of value. You help someone transform their life, they pay you in money, right? So the more people you transform, the more money you make. And the more money you make, the more you can contribute. So it goes like this. The more you contribute, the more you earn. And the more you earn, the more you can contribute. Because the more money you make, now you can think about this. It's not just about helping people with their, with their health. Think about the, the scope of your business. The more money your business makes, the more people you can hire. Now you give employment to other people. <clears throat> you give them meaning. You give them a sense of like purpose and contribution because your money can pay for their salaries. 
And as your team or your business grows, you can expand your team to as many people as you want. It doesn't have to be, you know, a 500-person organization. It could be 5, 10, whatever it is. But now just think of it beyond just you. You're helping people get better. You're helping people who you employ through work that they love and compensation that they deserve. And you can't do any of this stuff if you don't have money in the first place. So my encouragement for you today is this is just be aware of the conversation you're having with yourself around money. And be aware when you see somebody succeed. You know, if you see something on the news about someone making a billion dollars or, you know, the net worth of whatever, just see how you react to that. And if it's not applauding and acknowledging that person for some amazing contribution they've made over the years, then ask yourself, why am I not applauding that? Why am I envious? Why am I angry? Why does that get me my blood boiling? Because at the source of all issues are going to be those issues right there. So money is not good or bad. It's just, it just is, right? Money is simply how we keep score in business. And the more money you make, the more your business is contributing to the world. And the more money you make, the more you can contribute to other people. Does that make sense? So be okay with it. Fill up your cup. The more you can fill up your cup, the more you can give back to others. Never feel bad about the money you make because the work you're doing is incredible.